News today about the future of Pennsylvania's Grandview Speedway. SureTrack Super Series is racing tonight, and a past World of Outlaws winner will be in a midget at Skagit this weekend. Let's go. It's Wednesday, August 31st. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. After rumors started to trickle out over the weekend, we got some clarity yesterday on the situation with Grandview Speedway up in Pennsylvania. The third mile track is located south of Allentown and hosts the weekly Thunder on the Hill racing series that features Northeast style modifieds. Grandview also has been a regular stop for Pennsylvania Speed Week, and it's been on the USAC and All-Star schedules in recent seasons. According to a release from the track, owner Teresa Rogers wasn't actively trying to sell the facility, but she was approached by auto auction company Copart. After lengthy discussions, she has accepted an offer from Copart to sell them the racetrack and the surrounding property. Copart needs the local township to rezone the facility, so at this moment we are waiting on officials to make the necessary approvals. The release also says that nothing is official and that it could be the end of the year before they know more information. So just to recap, the owners at Grandview have accepted an offer to sell, but it's not official yet as the township still has to approve the zoning changes. The rest of their 2022 schedule is going on as planned, which includes six more race dates through the end of September. And folks across social media seem uh, to be pretty upset by this move, and I've seen quite a few different actual eulogies for the Speedway in recent days. It feels like we've seen a lot of tracks close lately, and in this instance, it seems to be more about the advanced age of the track owner and less about the actual business of the track. Uh, Teresa Rogers, I believe, is in her 80s, is what the release said. And you would hope in a case like this that she would have tried to sell the property to someone who would want to keep it as a racetrack. But in the end, it's her facility to do with what she wants. It's a shame because their weekly program is actually pretty healthy with the modifieds. And I've reached out to a few folks about this one, and there does seem to be some question about whether or not the township will actually approve the zoning changes. So I guess there could still be a small chance here the deal isn't approved. This is one we'll just kind of have to wait and see how it plays out in the coming months. Before we move on, a quick content note for you. If you haven't seen it yet today, I dropped a new Conversations episode this morning. You can find it in the podcast feed and on the YouTube channel. Joshua Joyner of Hunt the Front is back, and he's actually our first ever repeat guest on the show. I mentioned last week on The Daily that Hunt the Front will again promote a big super light model race this year, and Joshua joined me to talk about putting on a race for the second time, what they learned from 2021, following in the footsteps of other racers to take on promoting, and a whole lot more. We also went behind the scenes on some Hunt the Front stuff, including what the future could look like for their team and details on their new shop. I hadn't done a conversation show in nearly two months, and now I've done two in less than a week, <laughs> including the episode from a few days ago with Husett's announcer, Sean Neistat. So go check out this, uh, check those episodes out today while you're at work or riding around in the car. Lots of dirt racing content for you. And I completely whiffed on this next one, uh, and I think if Port Royal would have tweeted about uh, him racing with them uh, this morning, I still wouldn't know about it. Port tweeted earlier today that Casey Kane will be in attendance with them coming up on Monday for their Labor Day Classic, and he'll be at the Speed Palace for the Tuscarora 50 the week after, September 8th through the 10th with the All-Stars. So now's where you say, but wait, Justin, I thought Casey was racing with the Outlaws. And you'd be correct, because I thought that as well. But what I missed was Casey not racing last weekend at River Cities and Red River Valley. Kane last appeared with the Outlaws at Jackson Motorplex, and instead of heading west, Casey is sticking around the east to race for the next few weeks. It's obviously not been an easy 2022 for him with the injuries, obviously all the races he uh, he's missed early in the year. 
And since returning to the road in May, things have been very up and down. There have been some bright spots like leading laps and a podium finish at Husits, but there's also been more big crashes and more tough days. Hopefully a couple of weeks away from the Outlaws will allow him and that team to reset a little bit. And they were supposed to race last night, but evening thunderstorms pushed racing to tonight. So the Short Track Super Series Modifieds will get back to racing at Georgetown Speedway later today. They've been off for a few weeks. The South Region is coming in for 35 laps and a $6,000 winner, uh, $6,000 winner share. Ryan Godown has two wins and five top fives in five races, and he leads the standings right now over Matt Shepard and Danny Buck. Tonight's field will also include names like Ryan Cratchen, H.J. Bunting, Brian Grosso, Mike Mahaney, Mike Guler, Billy Pouch Jr., and Stuart Friesen. Following tonight, it will be a short few days off for a lot of these competitors because Sunday at Utica Rome, the North Region and Elite Series will be in action for the 25,000 win New Yorker. This will be live on Flow Racing if you want to tune in. And I had Spence ask me in the comments about adding the Super Dirt Car Series and or the Short Track Super Series to the analytics database at dirttracker.com. And I haven't done that because that type of information does actually exist on the interwebs. Uh, if you want to see a bunch of Northeast Modified stats, kind of very similar to what I have uh, with the other series I do at dirttracker.com, check out Race Stats Central. The URL for that part of their website is actually nemodfacts.racestatcentral.com. And if you've ever looked at the Short Track Super Series point standings online, you've actually already been on this site because the points for that series actually live over on that website. And the site has results and stats for not only the big touring series up there, but also a lot of the weekly stuff as well. So check that out if you're looking for Northeast Modified Stats. If you're a dirt racer yourself, don't forget about a few upcoming big events. The IMSA Super Nationals are coming to Boone Speedway September 5th through the 10th, and registration is open now. Uh, and for about the next 11 days, the Super Nationals feature late models, modifieds, stock cars, northern sport mods, hobby stocks, sport compacts, and mod lights. You can find all of the details uh, about that event over at imca.com. Also, the World Short Track Championship at the Dirt Track at Charlotte is coming up at the end of October, and registration has opened for that event as well. The three days of racing will include two divisions of crate late models, UMP modifieds, pro mods, mini stocks, hornets, sportsman modifieds, bombers, street stocks, and pro stocks. You can find information for that event over at dirtcar.com. The Skagit National start tomorrow night for the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars. And joining them on the card all three nights will be the Northwest Focus Midgets. Shane Smith is the current points leader, but he'll be up against plenty of guys that can win, including last year's champ Nick Evans and Jared Peterson, who's won a bunch at Deming Speedway. And if you want an outlaw tie-in for the series, Travis Jacobson won the midget portion of Dirt Cup on Friday and Saturday uh, that week earlier this season, but he's also a past World of Outlaws winner. Way back on September 1st of 2012, Jacobson led all 35 laps at Skagit and beat Donnie Schatz and Jason Sides. And that feature included names like Craig Delansky, Jack Huddenshield, Joey Saldana, Steve Kinzer, and Sammy Swindell. Focus Midgets use the same chassis you'll see at places like the Chili Bowl or doing, uh, during use at competition, but they use spec 2-liter Ford Focus engines. They make about 160 horsepower. Series has a pretty packed schedule from April to October, and they race at tracks all over the Northwest. If you're headed to the uh, Outlaw Show this weekend or going to be tuning in on Dervision, make sure to check them out. In other Dirt Racing podcasts this week, Passing Points has Justin Peck. Forward Bite has Earl Pearson Jr. The Dirt from Knoxville has Philip Dietz. Quick Time has Logan Schuhart. And there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters, The Dirt Nerds, and Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks. To see the full list of shows and episodes, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcasts. And there are three shows on the streaming schedule today, all of them happening over on Flow Racing. The Short Track Super Series is live from Georgetown Speedway. There's also weekly uh, racing from Action Track USA plus Flow 24-7. 
To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. If you need a Flow Racing subscription, you can click the link below in the YouTube video description or any of the links over at uh, dirttracker.com. They'll take you to Flow Racing, uh, and I get a little bit of cut of that at no uh, extra cost to you. That's it for the show today. Have a good Wednesday. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment on these videos. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.